You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Real Double Dose channel. This is your host Lex coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. Thank you for joining us, being here, supportive and everything else under the sun because we love to give a slice of everyday life. We have something special in store for you all and thank you for continuing to harass us about this, but we're happy to have this wonderful special guest on here. For any show requests, feedback or anything under the sun, you can reach us at Real Double Dose channel at yandex.com. That's Y A ndx.com and as well as real double dose channel.blogspot.com where you can find all the links in the about me description and disclaimers and so much more and as well as our, all of our platforms i guess you guys know the protocol by now but if you're new tuning in you can always check us out on TuneIn, stitcher radio spreaker.com blueberry as well as spotify iheart itunes and so much more with our soundcloud and fm coming very soon as well as the youtube channel so let's not do this right now but i'm excited <laughs> to get more excited because we have a wonderful guest expert on here mrs joyce fields and she is a thought leader for today's generation and this is what you've been all asking for and this is going to be a conversational topic about many things but in particular it's about the best way to keep a man is to let him go yes the best way to keep a man is to let him go so hashtag we'll have the episode name up there like tony and i always do but right now we're going to have no further ado and have miss joyce fields join us on this interview so how are you doing mrs joyce fields well lex i my typical response for that question is i am too blessed to be stressed <laughs> perfect so how has life been treating you absolutely wonderful well, and I, I am true life is treating me well well life is treating you well well you know if, and we just had a conversation before we got on to this studio recording and it was it was bomb fire let's put it that way it was uh, to me it felt like the fourth of july not to mention we got the little scoop on getting some wonderful recipes <laughs> just saying but we'll also have all of mrs joyce field's information and her blog and her website um how you can get a hold of everything on the blog spot itself so don't be slow to check that out and make sure you do because you won't be sorry so we're going to <laughs> i had to how much salt and sugar can definitely be on some wonderful things but want to have is what makes you a relationship expert i have been with my man for 62 years i think the pet would qualify me wow wow <laughs> we wow. have been together since we were 13 years old that he's 76 amazing and i will be 76 on tuesday happy happy pre-birthday yes thank you Aquarius. and we have gosh. been married for 52 years Wow, that is a very, very long time. Very long time. Well, yep. that definitely quali over qualifies you to be <laughs> to be a relationship expert. Definitely in there for the same time. But I mean, what would be your three tips for a healthy, happy marriage and a relationship? Feeding off of that for sixty some odd years. The three. What'd you say? The three tips for your like uh, for a healthy, happy oh, okay. marriage. Well, first of all, the book is actually entitled The Best Way to Keep a Man is to Let Him Go Among Other Things. Oh, That's okay. part of the title as okay. well. Okay, okay, among other things. So the three tips that I would give anybody uh, it would be never go to bed angry at each other because you never know who is not going to wake up the next morning. So you would be, oh my God, if, if you woke up and your partner had passed away in, during the night, you can't take those words back, that anger back. Oh, so yeah. don't go to bed angry, you know. 
shove it to the side, kiss him goodnight, kiss her goodnight or whatever, and go to sleep. And the next morning, it should be better. So that's the one tip. Uh, another tip is don't separate your money. Oh. When you separate your money, you separate your spirit. Wow. I never even looked at that like that way. Okay. So, so the separation of money. So I hear a lot of people speak about, uh, okay, no way is my girlfriend or my husband or my, my wife going to have access to my money. Uh, so that's kind of a a little division right there when you have a marriage and everything's kind of separated. Yes, it is. Now we have, we call it the general fund. And out of that, we get our allowances and pay the bill. Wow. So yeah, that is very, that's very powerful. I mean, that is very powerful. A lot of people always come, different ones, just different people in life will say, well, what would you do? Would you have your own money or would you separate? I'm like, well, you know, I didn't have an answer to give them, honestly, for that. I just figured if everything was going to be split, because some people do have shopping habits to where they could have, for example, $10,000 set up in their account. Their spouse does not know how to respect it. And therefore, they withdraw $8,500 and they're sitting there with diddly squat. So I see. So so what would be your take? What would be your advice or guidance for someone that has a spouse um, that is more less frugal with touching the general account or the money in there? What should they do for that matter? Well, you know, my whole thing is communication. Okay. You got to sit down and talk about things that that bother you. You know, if if one person is spending what you think is is too much. Then you got to talk about that. But, you know, it's not what you say is how you say it. It's not what you do is how you do it. But to say it like, well, you're spending too much money now. We can't be doing this. That's not the way to do it. I agree with you on that one. I agree with you. Yeah, you can't do it that way. You got to you got to be kind and gentle throughout all interchanges. Okay, yeah, definitely. That is that yeah. is very true. So what I mean, what do you consider what do you consider to be one of the biggest mistakes that couples do make? Um or, or have not made? talking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not talking, not communicating and and clamming up and 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 holding grudges, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you're right. Grudges are something that can definitely separate yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. That is something. And resentment and, and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's, it's bad. Yes, yes. So what did get you started? I mean, like, how did you start your journey? I've noticed on your website you have beautiful, beautiful collage of uh, some wonderful books that we've definitely been checking out. And you all at RDC families should check that out as well. But what made you start to uh, get into writing itself? And, like, when, when did that start for you? Well, you know... <laughs> It's a very interesting story because when I was about in the sixth grade, that's a long time ago, I had to write a paper, and I don't, I don't remember what grade I got. I know I got a good grade, but I wrote the paper on if our relatives could come back and see all the modern conveniences. And now at that time, the modern conveniences consisted of the pop-up toaster, the ringer washer, <laughs> there were no fax machines or copier machines at that time. So, and that, and our ancestors would be amazed at how the modern conveniences of that day came to be, you know. Yeah. So I wrote the paper, and I got a good grade on the paper. Then fast forward to about 1982, I wrote, uh, I was supervisor of word processing for Detroit Edison, and um I wrote an article about the word processing experience, you know, so they were sending us people who they had taught in school the word processing concepts and philosophies and all that stuff. Then when the 
kids got into the Detroit Edison Word Processing Center, we had to make them unlearn what they had learned in school. Wow. Because they didn't teach it right. Oh, wow. And so I wrote this article about it, and I titled it Word Processing, Teach Concept, Not Operation. <laughs> I never will forget that. I taught, and so, and I wrote it. I did not, they, they offered a contest. It was the Office Magazine, and the Office Magazine no longer exists. Oh, wow. But they paid me $100. I didn't win the contest, but they paid me $100, and they published the article verbatim, just as I wrote it. Wow. wow. So that was like God's message to me, telling me that, my writing was worthy of publication. That was the, the way that I took it. Uh-huh, yep. Then in uh, 1996, I wrote three opinion editorials for the Detroit Free Press. Oh, wow. And they, they wrote them, they published them verbatim as well. You know, three editorials and they published. So that was another sign that I thought was from God <laughs> that my writing was publishable. Yeah, that is amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that so so in, 19, in 1997, I wrote Line of Serenity, the first book that I wrote. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. a question I was going to ask you, so I'm kind of glad you came, because I saw that one, and it looked really juicy. I was like, I wanted to really get in there, because it looked so, I don't know, it just drew me in, just from the whole page itself. Wow. Yeah, I mean, especially, yeah. you know, just to have that understanding of how was it like in one of those, those, those kind of focused, you know, ethnicity books to where there's actually wholesomeness within it itself i know and um uh, barnes and noble one of the managers long like maybe about 25 or 30 years ago she read line of serenity and she told me that it was the only african-american memoir that she had ever read that did not include drug sex abuse Mm -hmm. violence none of that everything in our childhood was love respect honor all of those things absolutely affection everything and i'm the oldest of seven and um yeah i'm the oldest of seven and so the way that our parents raise us when we all get together um my oldest brother died in 2013 he had stage four lung cancer oh i'm so sorry and so um when we all get together you know we just have such a good time there was never any sibling rivalry in our family and all I remember is the calmness in our home and the love and affection that we had. And so when I wrote the book, because I didn't want that to disappear when we all died out, you uh-huh. know, died off. Yeah. And so I wrote it for the children in our family, and um, I let a lot of other people read it, and they said, you should publish this. Yeah. And so um, I self-published. That is amazing. And it, no, I was just saying that was amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah, so, but it's just really, uh, it's a good book. It's 167 pages, which includes 22 pages of photographs because I said uh, down the line in the future, somebody may give birth to some uh, a child who looks exactly like his great-great-grandmother or great-great-aunt or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. So I yeah. put pictures in there and also uh, the same recipes the 22 recipes are in that one as in uh the best way to keep a man is to let him go among other things so the the recipes are there and the first 23 pages my husband wrote 
because he adored my parents. You know, we've been together since we were 13 years old. Uh, he adored my parents, and my brother, who passed away, was his best friend. And so he really and truly knows the depth of each one of us, you know, especially me. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote the first 23 pages, and he, when I finished the, the manuscript, I didn't know what to call it. Oh. He said, all of y'all have that line of serenity running through you. <laughs> and I was really intrigued by what he meant by line of serenity. I had never heard that term before. And uh, so the first 23 pages, he goes through and describes what he sees as this line of serenity in each one of us. Wow. And I go on to tell the story about how we were raised. That's beautiful. See, I like that coming together and having that and then being able to have a relationship to where you actually have someone that understands you and your family enough to be able to have that whole insight about it that's that's yeah. pretty, that's really yeah. deep really deep really deep yes yeah oh and, and he just recently reread the book and he just he just was just thrown off completely <laughs> you know it, it was just so warm to read it yeah, I mean, it looks warm. That's what it draw. It, it draws you in in the the best ways possible. It's it's basically authenticated by the wholesomeness of what it draws you in for. A lot of books that have out there. I mean, it's it's gimmicky. It's catchy. It's nice. But that right there, you can almost read the pages through the cover itself, and that's what I love. Absolutely love about having that. Um, just that whole understanding of what what it is. So, what is like? Well, basically, what was the method or the 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 mentality behind the best way to keep it? man to let him go among other things was it more so like different people coming to you and saying the relationships weren't turning out or was it more of uh no no what that wasn't that was uh the motivation for that was that i saw so many young girls that didn't have a clue as to how to keep a relationship healthy and happy and sexy and all of that yeah and that's why i wrote it uh when i was 15 the, the introduction for um the best way to keep a man is to let him go. Uh, you want me to read the introduction? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, best way to keep a man is to let him go. My late mother-in-law told me that in 1959, when I was 15 years old. At that time, her son, Frederick, everybody calls him Pap, was my boyfriend. I let him go, and on March 31st, 2008, we celebrated 51 years of being together. Then on June 3rd, 2008, we celebrated our 41st wedding anniversary. While my mother-in-law put it into words, I watched my mother put it into action. She let my father go, and they were happily married for almost 35 years until his death in 1974. Let him go doesn't mean don't care. It means be secure enough within yourself that you don't freak out if he's not with you and you don't know exactly where he is. Let him go means don't try to control where he can go or what time he must leave or return. Let him go means don't try to control him, period. Let him go means don't try so hard to change him. After you have paid your dues, you may tread lightly in this area, but be careful. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. Mm -hmm. In addition to letting him go, I have observed the need for and used other philosophies and behaviors to help keep me and my man in a warm, loving, and peaceful relationship. My thinking was, he may go, but he'll always come home if I make coming home worth it. But what kinds of things can I do to make it worth coming home? Well, 
and then it goes into the book. Oh my goodness! Wait, pause. That that was I love that. Oh my goodness! Wait a minute. Oh, time out. That was so. Oh, I was sitting there just salivating. <laughs> I love that. You know what? That's exactly. Oh, my gosh. You know, RDBC, you have to listen to that. If you need a moment, I mean, FM, you won't be able to rewind it. But with the other episodes, you will. That is definitely a lot of maybe about a good 1500 questions we've had come in about that over the last couple months. I mean, that is the truth. And I will say from a page from my book, Joyce, thank you for reading that. That was uh, extra cherry on top. Um, But I mean, I looked at that with one of I call him my true love. And what I say from that is that is a man. And for almost almost five years now, he has been the best friend of my life. And I had to learn, uh, even though he helped me through the worst time of my life and not phasing over into basically not even probably being on this earth at this moment he he was there without even knowing that he was trying to be there and then i took that as possessiveness to where hey where you been where you've been going hey and then it got to the point where i'm like well the reason why he doesn't want me to be up on him is because he's doing something but then i looked at that and i'm saying to myself wow he and he lets me go as you said he lets me go to where he's okay within himself to say i trust you enough or i'm giving you that trust to be able to have that kind of freedom to what you need you know what i wouldn't do or what i would do but then i wouldn't give him the same thing in return and that's where every time our relationship went sour and i thought okay but then i realized something when it hit me probably about a few maybe about a good four or five well, about four years ago now and i was like well uh, a woman loves her security and a man loves his freedom and when those cro- when there's cross together where a man feels like he's going to lose his freedom from a woman needing her security and a woman feels like she's going to lose her security from a man needing needing his freedom that's where the communication doesn't add up but i love the way you put that yes i love that oh joyce you are a miracle oh lord where have you been all of our lives (laughs) well you know i'm I'm gonna read uh the chapter heading okay so the first chapter is modify the way you think the second chapter is observe and learn your man Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Next chapter, be willing and ready to pay your dues. Mm. Next one, fantasy versus reality. Next one, learn how to, quote, fight, unquote. Uh, next one, remember that you have faults, too. Yes. That's a real good one. Yes. That's a, oh, that's a really good one. Yes. Uh, next one, nothing is too precious for him. Next one, think before you speak. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Next one, <laughs> always be a lady. Next one, if he has children, accept and treat them as your own. Oh, yeah. Amen to that one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next one, don't take, quote, man, unquote, advice from a woman who has no man. That's a big one. <laughs> I love that. Epic, epic. <laughs> uh, the next one, look good 99% of the time. Next one, don't use sex as a weapon. Oh, yeah. Next one, don't depend on your man to make you happy. Yes, yes, very, very true, very true, very true. (laughs) Yes, yes, happiness comes from within you. Uh, Next one, pray and laugh together. Uh, And the last chapter is 
the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, and then it leads into the recipes. So oh, I didn't wow. want to tell the girls that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, and then leave him and leave them in the lurch. That's but smart. I gave them recipes. That is very smart. You know what? We can all take something from just having Joyce's whole headlines on each chapter, because at this point right now, I already have two people that just went over here and gave me a thumbs up about them wanting to go over and buy the book. I mean, that's why. <laughs> I want to go well, get it so bad. The recipes. <laughs> I have apple pie, banana pudding, and my family lines up literally when I make a banana pudding. That sounds so good. <laughs> and yet these pound cake, the recipe has been in our family for over 50 years. Wow. Uh, lemon cream pie. Oh, man. Pineapple or cherry cream cheese pie. That's my husband's oh, and my wow. son's favorite. I've been making that for 40 years. Wow. Uh Spaghetti meat sauce, mm. lasagna, chili, macaroni and cheese. I've given my mac and cheese recipe to a lot of people. Oh, wow. And my son makes it from my recipe, but he's changed it. He, you know, you put your own stuff in it, you yeah. know, so. Mm -hmm. But I love his mac and cheese. <laughs> uh, mashed potatoes. Oh, wow. Pepper steak, skillet chicken and rice. That's my favorite. I made it up. Wow. Uh, it's all, all all it is is chicken, rice, broth, and onions. Oh, oh. And when I, I salivate, Lex, when I'm fixing it, I'm that, getting I'm so salivating. hungry for this. I want to just jump through right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tuna salad. Oh, I've been craving that. Fried chicken. Wow. Beef stew. Top of the stove. Chuck roast. I don't put my chuck roast in the oven. I use I top. I put it on top of the stove. Okay. Meatloaf. Oh yeah. Chicken and dressing. Dry beans or peas with smoked turkey. Oh. Greens or cabbage with smoked turkey. Wow. And the last recipe is sautéed cabbage, which I absolutely love. So oh. People call it fried cabbage. My goodness. Oh, I can, you know, I got, yeah, I, ha I have to get my copy. I have to get, <laughs> I cannot handle this right now. You, no one understand. No, you know what? They do understand because they always say my main topic is I'm always comparing something to a wonderful recipe or <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm always like that. recipes are very easy. You know, when, when I did them, um, my grand, my granddaughters who are now 37 and 35, no, okay. 38 and 36. And she'll soon be 36. <laughs> she just had a birthday in January. So, oh, wow. Uh, but when they were teenagers, uh, they would come every other weekend and spend every other weekend with us. And naturally, I would cook, you know. And so they asked me how I cook this and how I cook that and all of that. So I just throw stuff in the pot, okay? Uh-huh, yeah. So when they, when they asked me, <laughs> I said, now, okay, now I had, when I was doing these recipes, I really had to slow myself down and think, now about how much was that? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> how many cups did you put in? Well, how much pinches of this? Well, that's yeah, what we grew exactly. up, though. We grew up so to just I, throw it in I a pot. I think the recipes are good, but you need to just, you know, I always tweak, and tweak them for my own taste. Uh-huh, you know? so, yeah. Yeah. That is very true. Oh, my goodness. You know, the one thing that I wanted to conquer is a really, really good peach cobbler. That's one thing I've been trying to conquer. I don't know why, but I'm just terrified to try to make a peach cobbler. <laughs> well, you know what? Now, I can't. The, the peach cobbler is not in the in the book, but um, I can tell you how to do it. But you just you, you buy canned peaches. That's what I do. Yeah, exactly. So, and, uh, I would love that. And cut them up. Dice them. Okay. And I, I use, you know, I just take them right out of the can and dice each one individually. Okay. That sounds good, That's though. what I do. Yeah. 
And then, um, now I use those uh, miniature roasting pans, you know, the huge ones, and then they're small ones, too. Okay, yeah. I have the miniature one. I make my pie crust, put it in there, and then I use the Crisco uh, pie crust recipe. Oh, okay. And, um, but then I tweak it. I put a pinch of baking soda in it. My oh. mother-in-law and my mother both... Uh, did that. Okay. They said that it made it more tender, the crust. Oh, and okay. It's more flaky. So I use that. Then when I'm baking the peach cobbler, I put it on a lower, the lower rack of the oven, but not too close to the fire. Okay. You know, not too close to the floor of the, of the uh, oven, but close enough that the crust will crisp up, okay? Now I put maple sugar, sprinkle a little salt, on it and nutmeg Mm. and butter oh wow and then i close the crust up and i melt some butter i've already got the butter melted and then i brush the melted butter on top of the crust sprinkle a little maple sugar all over the crust then put it in the oven oh i think i'm about to go be moving in with joyce here her husband He might not like that too much, try but that, so Lex, try it. It, it, it really is. I'm fun. envisioning it's everything, changes. everything that she's pointing out and saying. I'm envisioning every step, and I'm trying not to just pass out in, in the studio booth. But I mean, it definitely, it definitely. I am going to try it. I promise you, I'm going to try yeah. that recipe, and I'm going to try what we talked about the salmon croquettes, the, your style. I'm that's definitely yeah. on my got to do list, like to do this week list. And well, you know, this mm-hmm. weekend, this weekend list. Let's put it that way. This weekend. <laughs> yeah, but use the, the double crust recipe on uh, a can of Crisco and just add a little uh, baking soda and a little sugar to the um, to the dough. Okay. Yeah, that sounds really yeah. good. I'm gonna have yeah. to definitely get that going on there. Well, you know, your your story and your message and your advice and your your counsel, as my mother likes to say it, um, just the different kind of guidance that you have has helped. Not even, I mean, just in this segment alone, it has blown my mind away to actually want to be more conscious of what I'm doing with relationships, um, yeah. and, and, and conscious of his feelings and or or those out there. I know the men who are listening might say, "Well, uh, what about us?" I'm, I'm saying for male well, and female. Men are buying this book too. Yes, exactly. Now, one of the uh, uh, men who bought it, he he reviewed it and he said, "Men and women, get this. If you get this book, you'll be grateful. You can thank me later." That's exactly what he said. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that it definitely. That's one that should have been right up there or right in front. And I'm sorry to say this to Steve Harvey, but just right. <laughs> When they had his book, I mean, I did buy his book um, before I went to California, uh, Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady, something like that in the title. But this right here, the book that you have, it definitely hits home in a whole different way because it's a structural guide, not to just get in the mind of a man, but to understand the heart and the spirit of a man, as well as being there. And basically, in, in the whole synonyms of things, do unto others you would have them do unto you. Yes, and, and I have a book on that too, with the Golden Rule. <laughs> yes, well, you know what? Yeah, what kind of? I mean, what what are the titles of your other books, if you don't mind me asking? Okay, Line of Serenity was the first one. Then Mother's Dozen, an easy recipe for raising great kids, okay. is another one. And uh, My Simple Quotes to Live By, The Vision, Telling Kids That They Can Make the World a Better Place, The Limitless Golden Rule, 21 Ways to Use the Golden Rule in Your Life, and of course, Line of Serenity, and 
uh, a breast cancer journey to greater joy, taking the fear and mystery out of a breast cancer diagnosis. I'm an eight-year breast cancer survivor. Ooh, congratulations. And a seven-year stroke survivor. Ooh, go Joyce. Congratulations on that. Thank you, Yes, and another... Yeah, I did not have uh, chemo. I had um, surgery. It was a lumpectomy. They just removed the, the tumor. Okay. And it was stage two, and I had radiation. And uh, I think you're into uh, numbers and, 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 and signs and all of that. Yeah. And I finished my last session of radiation. You ready for this? Uh. 11, 11, 11. Oh. At 11 a.m. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yep. That was my last radiation session. Wow. That's mind-numbing. Wow. Yep. Woo. It blows my mind. Whoa. One, 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I mean, that's basically hitting the jackpot on a whole different spiritual plane. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought so, too. That's amazing. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. It never would be. No, no. No. You know what? That is definitely what you call a thought leader for today's generation. That's what yeah. I would definitely would say on that. So what would be your advice as far as people going to share and give their story out there? What would be the first steps that they should take into kind of helping get their word out there and helping, uh, well, basically utilizing themselves from what they were given to share like you have done and all, even all your blogs and the wonderful things that you've done already without you even being aware of it that we talked about before we got on the show yeah you know um if you have everybody has something to say you know and and a a message to put out there and if nothing else you can put it on facebook twitter um instagram the all the rest of the social media platforms i use pinterest now and then i don't i'm I'm not on it that much because i can't figure out how to get my stuff on the first page of pinterest so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're algorithms so, uh, and uh you know just you got something to say so just go ahead and say it tell your story yes even everybody's if telling their stories now mm-hmm that is true. And then like we said before, I mean, for people who are out there who still keep asking the question, and it's okay if you guys ask the question um, to say, well, Lex, how do we start? The, the first thing I've noticed is you have to be willing to start. And even if that is yeah. just having a blog to sit there and write a couple sentences at a, at a time, or even if you want to write it down in pages mm-hmm. or whatever else, there's someone out there who can use your story to enhance their lives and change the lives of someone else. There's someone out there yeah. waiting exactly for what you have to offer, whether it be you just telling them how to tie their shoe there's someone out there that only hears the voice in your message that was given for you to give and only you can give it the way that you do so resonating with everyone like i said before some people like different things of the show some people like certain episodes some people like all the episodes but at the end of the day it's for those who are hearing the frequency of the message given to them at that very moment and that's what it's all about and we have our wonderful awesome ending it off but not for long because joyce is going to be coming back with us miss Joyce Fields is coming back and with I us. Wanted to, Lex, I wanted to tell you something I forgot about. Yeah, go ahead. In uh, the best way to keep a man is to let him go. Uh-huh. I make a statement based on my observations and experience. 80% of the success of a relationship rests on the shoulders of the female. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Based on what I observe and what I experience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got a point there. You got a very huge point, monumental point there. You know, and that gives me something to bring back to in my relationship right now um, as we 
get to our other daily lives and so forth like that it, it definitely brings me to I feel like this was a crash course in a different way for me and I feel kind of selfish I feel selfish because I'm almost like wait a minute but I forgot that we're we're having this out to the masses so it's good <laughs> I don't people thinking emailing me saying oh Lex you're so selfish no at the end of the day if you take it for stride and what it is now a lot of you females and women and ladies want to be out there and say well you know um, he needs to and he's not but at the end of the day you have Thank you you have to take the beam out of your own eye and some things you'll realize when you're doing 100% of what you have to do, you realize that it's time for you to just step back into your own. So when you're sitting there expecting 50% out of that person and 50% out of yourself, you're never going to get the full 100. But when you're doing everything that you need to do, that's all that matters. And then at the end of the day, you don't have to stay in that relationship. You have a choice to say, look, I've given it the best that I can. It's time for me to step back in myself and let him go. And he, he will find his way and the right ones will find their way to you. But it doesn't have to be a whole shebang of craziness That's just to make sure. Well said. Yeah, well you shouldn't said, you shouldn't have to well force. Said. You should never have to force love to be love. That's one thing uh-huh. I do. I do agree with that. And you can definitely check out Miss Joyce, Mrs. Joyce Fields at www.good shortbooks.com you can check that out as well as her blog or i i always said blog spot because that was just me but blog at www.lineofserenity.wordpress.com and check out all the wonderful insights that there are and like you said she has multiple multiple books and so much more coming and she's going to be returning as another well well just one of our uh, i'll just call it an extension co-host <laughs> extension co-host guest is so much more yeah an extension you know we'll, we'll get that in there but our, our energy is too too on point uh to be having that and i noticed she mentioned detroit a few times i was born in detroit so i was kind of like well let me let me just tap the field right there <laughs> just you were born in detroit i was born in detroit yep detroit michigan Get out of <laughs> i don't remember the name of the hospital right now but i don't know if it was henry ford uh, i just okay. remember i know uh, i was in lansing michigan for okay eight mile <laughs> My mind, my mind went went left field out of that. But it, it's I know I know I don't know if it was Henry Ford. My mom's been telling me different different things about our family yeah. and the okay. whole line well, of it. But I know we are. Uh, we were born in Detroit too. Your birthday is April 9th. So my <laughs> mother, so, oh my goodness. We were. Uh, I know I was in Lansing, Michigan, on uh, Isabel Street for like a well quite a while. But we went oh, to okay. Lansing from that uh, from Detroit with the Lansing, Bikley, Muskegee, uh, so much. I mean, like it's just a whole different. I almost felt like a military brat almost but you know didn't work mm-hmm. out that way but i i definitely I yeah it is a beautiful 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 place to be regardless of what the world wants to say detroit is always going to be Amen. on top of what it is yes and on top of that we also have our famous mary wells that put motown on the record <laughs> i saw her at the casino when i was uh there in detroit uh now i live in california now oh, so, wow. but i saw mary wells at the casino Oh wow! I mean, I looked at and, and she shook her head. Yes, I don't think she wanted me to holler out very well. <laughs> oh my God! How long ago was that? Uh, about three years. Yeah. One of those yeah, people. Um, one of those legends. One of those icons. Oh, and I have another book that I didn't tell you about. Oh. Uh, Jet Black and her seven friends. Yes, I was it's looking a, at it's that. It's a fairy tale. My oh, sister wow. and I were talking about uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh huh. So. And my sister said, we ought to come up with some uh, a book about uh, a little black girl. Uh-huh. So I came up with 
Jet Black and her seven friends. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah, you know, I got a chance to see the title on that, and I was like, hmm. Okay, so as you see, everyone, Joyce Fields has multiple, multiple different insights into everything you can get and expand your mind. Look at it as something that's recreating the story of all of us. And that's what we can yeah. always move forward to. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Maybe we can talk about different kind of books and the, the different kind of concepts and understanding of what some of those are once we get back on here again. Okay, that's, that's very good. I thought that's fine. I'm excited. I just would appreciate the opportunity to tell people about the books. Yes, yeah. You know what? And this is the, hey, this is definitely where we say serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. So everyone, mm-hmm. I want to say thank you. Is there any closing for now? <laughs> Things you want to say at all, Joyce, before we end the show here? Well, I am getting ready to launch an anti-bullying drive or push on Sunday, February 2nd. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is it's going to be called the ABC Gang, the Anti-Bullying Children's Gang. That so, is an epic title. Is, all this bullying, the kids are committing suicide, so I'm... I'm, I'm putting it out there and I want to uh, get children to subscribe to the YouTube channel that I, that is going to be on and uh, it's an anti-bullying pledge it comes from the book uh, my book Dear Bully a collection of poems about bullying well you know what I'm glad that you have that on there and, and Joyce and I were speaking before we got on the show and just touching base and that's something that is going to be um, going for the Hearts Foundation and different ones too and we're going to as soon as when she's ready to get that uh, rolling in more of a extra directions as well we're going to make sure we put the word out um, on a whole different level about that because it, it is real it is real everyone and at the yes. same time some when I was going to school even though I knew I had had so much support around me in a different way when you're in that classroom or with those people or certain situations it could feel like your life is dependent upon that moment and depression and all that other craziness that comes along with it is is a very huge factor when you have a seven and eight year old child that know how to take their lives that's the scariest thing i woke up to that is girl that just absolutely uh, yeah they shouldn't even know the word that's what i'm like how do you how do you know how to do i I mean people still have to google it at the age of 30 so how how do they know at this point so information some of these kids are going on from we saw from different news outlets they're going online googling how to kill myself and they have the answers right there which i think should be banned banned in some way to um, not, not tell well, people how to make to that know that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary situation they need to know that yes yes yeah, that is don't kill true. yourself you know that it, everything is gone hurting all the other people that care about you you know not yes. that bully and so. and off of one or two or a couple people that basically are just a little droplet within seven billion people that are still walking here that are very appreciative to have that in there so if you guys want to join on that and get up on the whole mission of having this by the time this airs out to you just make sure you get up on the a b c and that's against bullying children right uh abc gang okay abc anti-bullying children's gang anti-bullying children gang don't forget that everyone and then if joyce you when you get a chance to just make sure you can just swing us over that uh, link or whatever it is that we can come on get yeah. everything Do going with that. Do we have time for me to read uh, one of the poems from it? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we love Dear that. Bully. We're going to close out with an awesome poem. Go ahead. Yes, definitely. Okay. Dear Bully, how did you feel when you heard that I had committed suicide? Did you laugh and shout with glee or did you want to run and hide? I was afraid to be in your presence. I was afraid when I heard your voice. I wanted to go to school each day. 
but your actions gave me no choice. Now I am gone and out of your reach, but this is not what I wanted. I just couldn't take it anymore. I was tired of being taunted. Oh, that was phenomenal. Wow. That was phenomenal in the most realistic, deep-hearted way. You know what? That book needs to be featured. I promise you this. The moment later on this spring or even fall, whatever the creator blesses and what that time is, when the platform reaches, whether it be to the Oprah book, the, the magazine, the stage, Ellen DeGeneres, whoever it might be for whatever passage that is. New York Times, it doesn't matter. That book is one book that I want to have sitting with me while I do the interview and show them exactly what they need to see. Because when people see that, I know when they hear that, they're going to be looking at that because it made me have a teardrop in my throat. And the only thing I've wow. ever done from a person who's never bullied anyone and who has never been bullied on that kind of a level or a little bit in, in between people trying to show their stuff later on in life but it, it, it hits you and people need to be more raw form and that right there is, is a clean raw form to definitely open up the eyes of what's out there and and, and i definitely i know oh that book's gonna be even more epic because it's about to be ha hopefully everyone in the whole world can have that book in their hand in the next year or two or less well the universe guided me Lex, I wrote 25 poems in six hours. Oh, that the is... The universe, it poured out of me. These poems absolutely poured out of me. Wow. Yeah, they you... are written for children. You have you, you have that empathic, deep, connective soul in order to be able to speak for those who don't have a voice to be spoken for. And that's, you know, people think when they have the, the movement out there for two or three celebrities and two or three people, that's not enough for seven billion hearts out there who are definitely trying mm -hmm. to hear someone who resonates with them. That's not enough. And that's yeah. why wonderful people, amazing, extraordinary people like Joyce Fields is put on this earth. So we thank you so much, Anthony, Angela, myself, of course, RDDC, and I'll say RDDC Nation because I already know I'm going to get some emails about this when it gets chance oh, to go on you, air. Thank and you so much. Yes, and it's going to be airing out this coming Sunday um, in our calendars here. So I'll have Anthony put that up there. So when you guys so are hearing this right this now. this coming Sunday? Mm -hmm. This Sunday, you're going to be the first one. That's when I'm going to launch the anti-bullying. Oh, <laughs> Even better. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. This is coming together. Ooh. <laughs> coming giving to me chills. <laughs> That is the best place I could think of. I was thinking, okay, well, you know, I was like, today is this wonderful day, but let's put it out on the 2nd. So we're going to have that out February 2nd. And we always say before 5 p.m. Central Standard Time or before 7 p.m. Anthony likes to say just in case it's studio. But we have to do, of course, our editing and so much more. But we got yeah. that out there. So this is, is always going to be a continual conversation because you see how the energy is just flowing in the universe for all that is yeah, and yeah. all that's going to I be. I it too. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, Joyce, for being on here with us. Again, all you, I will have this on, and we will have this up on the blog spot so you can check out more of what Joyce has to say and her links to her website and so much more. And the anti-bullying. Oh, I'm sorry, I wanted you to finish the rest of it, but I know you weren't reading my okay, mind. Okay, <laughs> it's the ABC game. The ABC. Anti-bullying children. Yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking that link in my head where I'm like, oh, no, never mind. She can't see me at this point. Never mind. <laughs> so, the anti-bullying children's gang. I have that issue. I don't know That's why. That's right. 
But uh, yeah, and, um, I'm inviting children to join this new gang. Yes, yes, and that's the best gang to be a part of. In my definitely, uh, my that's book. what I'm thinking. So we love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And again, you can check us at realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com where those links and everything else will be posted on there. Thank you for your support. And realdoubledosechannel at yandex.com. You can check out insights and so much more. We do have the realdoubledosechannel.com that is up with all the apparel and so much more and the Hearts Foundation leading up to all those behind the walls, invisible walls of their mind and the physical walls that keep them back. But we'll have more for you soon. Don't forget to sign up for your free travel giveaways and your vacation giveaways and all of you 80 some odd already wonderful families who have uh, claimed your gift cards and so much more so we thank you we love you you're amazing and we'll be back with you very very soon